Hello there, everyone. How you doing? You are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 44. This is your humble host, Chris Latore. I apologize in advance. I'm still fighting another cold. It's like the second time around. Blech. Anyway, <laughs> prepare to have some fun. I'm going to talk about some comic book stuff. I'm going to review some comic books. going to just talk about things that tickle my fancy. Apologize for that. That grosses you out. Sorry. And if, if you haven't already entered into our contest for our first ever Sunspots Comics mystery box to win worth uh, win some stuff worth over probably 75 bucks, maybe somewhere around 100 uh, just make sure you go to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and follow us. And then just go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review and a little positive review. We would re- really appreciate it. It helps the show out, of course. And then you'd be entered into our contest. Automatically have the possibility to win the first ever comic book mystery box from Sunspots Comics. And the winner will be announced May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Good luck. And i also like to say thank you to my son, Justin. Of course, you can follow him on Instagram, JustLAKings, for his work on the Sunspots Comics blog. Go check it out, blog.sunspotscomics.com. And just a quick announcement on number 16 of Zombie Destroyers. The, the uh, of course, artist Jordan Hudson. Please follow him on Instagram, Jordan underscore Hudson underscore art. He's back from vacation, so uh, the world traveler is back. Working on page five of Zombie Destroyers, and again, I'm still slowly inking uh, one through four because, or one, one and two, I haven't gotten three and four yet from the artist. But uh, we're moving into a new house, so things have been a little crazy. But uh, before we get uh, going, I just wanted to uh, give you a spoiler warning early. I had some people mention to me, you should mention that you spoil comics early. I'm like, I do. I always do. Um, but uh, I just decided to mention it a little earlier. So there you go. Spoiler alert. I do review comics, read them. I buy comics every week and I review them, pick my favorites. And so let's just get right into it. Let's jump right into comic book uh, Sunspots Comics issue number 44. And oh, and before a uh, quick mention, of course, favorite artist and art cover of the week was Sarah Pacelli on her comic book uh, on her beautiful oh, just iconic artwork on Spider-Man number two so very good Sarah Pacelli and uh, oh and I wanted to mention something quickly in the world of gaming news I'm really excited about pre-ordering the four new uh, figures action figure toy figures that are playable on the Disney Infinity system the 3.0 and I played on my Xbox One, and Ant-Man, Black Panther, Vision, and Boba Fett are coming out, and you can pre-order them now on Amazon. If you're a Prime member, you get 20% off, which is cool. So I'm looking forward to those four characters coming out and looking forward to the playing them on Disney Infinity. So I just wanted to throw that in there really quickly because I'm excited about that. And I got to say, this week was nice and small. There was 10 comics. Five of them made it to my favorite picks, which is awesome. That's that 50% ratio I like to at least be at, where at least I love five of them. I liked the other five, some close contenders, but five quickly and easily made it to the top picks of the week, made my favorites. And it was just an, a very action-y filled week this week. I was really feeling the action, and I, and that's clearly evident in my top three picks, which we'll get into here in a second, because uh, I was just feeling the action. I just wanted it, and the top three are that way. So, oh, and uh, I, I was jumping almost, I jumped ahead of myself here, but I wanted to quickly just uh, do a couple of, uh, cover a couple of articles here, some interesting, fun stuff related to comic books that I found. Uh, this week, there's actually one story uh, that made my spider sense tingle. Yeah, you hear that? And it was actually from the eurekaalert.org, 
and this definitely made my spider sense tingle. When I see a headline like this, I have to talk about it. Superman can start worrying. We've got the formula for almost kryptonite. Institute of Physical Chemistry of the Polish Academy of Sciences. So they are in the lab trying to create kryptonite. Now this is a, you know, a pretty meaty article, about maybe eight or nine paragraphs, which of course I'll share on social media, Sunspot, at Sunspots Comics, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. But what I thought was interesting was that they really don't explain why they want to create kryptonite. I, I'm reading this and it says that maybe they are uh, putting krypton and monox monoxides together uh, can actually maybe create uh, semiconducting capabilities, characteristics, but they're not really sure. They are in the lab playing around with these unstable molecules molecules for what exactly it doesn't really say I mean maybe they're creating bombs and they can't really say it or maybe just some cool collectibles who knows but I just love spot just spotlighting articles like this that kind of don't make any sense but they they want to say they're they're creating kryptonite just so they can say they're creating kryptonite but uh, they don't really know what's going to happen from it but it's a very sciencey focused article but I thought interesting that they're in the lab just just trying to create, create kryptonite so they can say they created it I guess <laughs> So that's my one spider sense tingling article and then there was actually a comic book feel-good factoid freebie just uh, one of them and actually it could be even in the realm of AI it, it, it made me feel good but it's also I think maybe it's more on the AI side of things but it's from NBC News in the science column and it says stretchy light up skin could make for a mood robot I'm like a mood robot and I thought well, that, that mood is just going to be anger, I'm sure, at, at the human race. <laughs> and so, why would they want to create stretchy, realistic-like skin on robots to potentially have them where we can see their moods? So, you can already put the visual together, right? We're gonna, it's going to be dark, and you're going to see a, 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 just a, a red light emitting throughout your home of an angry robot that's coming to kill you. <laughs> so there you go. But they think, what are the possibilities here? Could it be, could it be touch sensitive? Uh, could it be, it all just sounds like it's designed to kill us. So come on, NBC News science section. What, what are you thinking here? Let's wake up, smell yourself, because it stinks. So there you go. <laughs> There's the uh, artificial, our dip, our glimpse into the world of artificial intelligence with maybe a side of comic book feel good factor for me. I don't know. But there you go. So, going back into the <laughs> the lineup, I read 10 comics this week, and uh, five of them made the top picks. You should definitely buy these immediately. Go to your local comic book shop, check them out. They're worth buying, they're worth your time. I read them multiple times. And you know, the top three being so action-y filled, recently I spent uh, some time at the, Wonder, uh, the uh, Long Beach Comic Book Expo, and I heard Jimmy Palmiotti talking, and he's the writer of Harlequin currently, DC Comics Harlequin. And he said that one thing that really makes him mad is when a comic is two minutes long. And he just realizes, he, he just ran through the whole comic, there was very little dialogue. Of course, he's a writer, so you know, he's got to say stuff like that. But it also just depends. And it's also, if, if, if comic books are really done properly, you don't need words. But my twist on that is you don't need words for very long. You eventually want to deepen the story, and so you do need words. But for a while, especially in action sequences, it can be a whole lot of fun. So let's jump right into that. I'll break it down. But uh, starting off at number five this week uh, was, and again, last spoiler alert, of course, be warned. I've read these comics. I will kind of spoil them. But uh, here we go into our action-y packed week of picks. Uh, coming in at number five by Image Comics, the Discipline, number one. This was the only number one this week, the new number one. And art by Peter Mulligan, 
uh, Milligan, which is, uh, he's the writer, I'm sorry. Artist Leandro Fernandez, fantastic work. His art is twisted and kind of strange looking, but hyper-realistic and just some real beautiful lines. And this is a bit strange, a bit different. It's an erotic thriller. I don't necessarily lean towards these most of the time. It, at, at the very beginning of it, it has a very like a effective like flash forward, which is confusing, but it sets like a really creepy kind of alien rapey tone. Not really sure what's happening. Two aliens getting it on sort of, but in these sort of very thin cut horizontal panels. So it doesn't quite give you the full picture and you're wondering what's going on here. So interesting. Sometimes those can turn you off or you go, eh, I don't know what's happening here. And you, you just lose the sort of interest in the story element. But no, this does a, a good job of making you go, what's going on here? And these are crazy looking aliens and are, is one of them raping the other one? Or are they just having a rough moment, rough sex scene? I, you're not sure. But it's definitely some weird aliens. And then you're introduced to our main character, Crystal, who I'm having a difficult time liking this character, which you're obviously not supposed to really. She's <clears throat> young and exercising and working out throughout the town, walking her dog, talking to her dog out loud, which is strange <clears throat> in New York. And she's just not very likable. And she's talking about having an affair and she's just so casual about it. It just kind of bothered me a little bit at first, but I realized it's evoking emotion. So that's good writing. So I'm, and then she's having these sort of strange sexual dreams at the same time. She's being stalked by this strange guy, which she feels is totally okay. And this guy has some, some weird alien connection where he injects his eyeball with some green fluid. And then he's in this like alien world. And you're like, okay, he's communicating here. He's just continually stalking her. She's okay with it. She thinks she's going to have an affair with this guy. And it doesn't seem like he's maybe wants to have an affair or it's really a sexual thing for him that he's, he knows about her and maybe she's unique and something to do with this alien technology. So that's about all I grabbed from it. <laughs> I, and uh, it's enough to keep you going because of the beautiful art by Leonardo, Leandro Fernandez. And his art is phenomenal. He did a recent miniseries, a Dark Horse miniseries, just recently that the name of it escapes me, but it was really good. So his art is amazing. So I'm in. That's why the discipline number one made it to the number five pick. And the number four is Old Reliable from <laughs> Old Reliable from Vertigo Comics, Unfollow, number five. And I tell you, this just seems to get better and better. There, there might be only one. <laughs> Who knows? So... 140 people picked the creator of Mindspace. Uh, his name was Pharrell. He uh, is dead? Question mark. Because Mr. Rubenstein announces his death, but we don't see it. And Mr. Rubenstein is that crazy-looking hitman that wears a Mayan mask, and the mask moves or does it move? Our female character that gets up and up Courtney that gets up and close and personal with Mr. Rubenstein's Ma Mayan mask says that as she sees it move uh, it looks like it does it has these temples that are so that furrowed brow and it it does look like it intensifies and it really portrays a sort of scary horrifying moment here where they're still on Fantasy Island here and discussing 
what they're what they're doing there is really kind of unclear although mr. Pharrell flew them all onto this island and then dies and then he's like good luck you're gonna get a bunch of money ish but if there's less of you around you'll get more money and that they accentuate that sort of rule here and he punctuates that mr. Rubenstein punctuates that here in a, a meeting and where he has to fire his weapon in the air get everyone's attention startling and then you've got uh, our other character Dave who's the one that sees visions of animals and he has sort of a, a vision quest or something at the beginning where just this beautiful leopard is speaking and this leopard attacks someone but then has human hands and it looks like the one of the one of these selected that we've seen before that was sort of burned from head to toe set scars all over his body so I think Dave is having another vision of he's going to be the one that's next to be killed but who knows it's not his body that this vision is that this murderous rampage is on a vision with it's so it's strange it's a little twisted that you've, you've got a little a little dream questy thing going on here but there's also a very the, the real sort of sequence that works for me is this very human sort of quiet moment with Dave and Courtney back on the plane they had sort of a sexual encounter last time but Courtney quickly dismissed Dave in a sad way and made you feel like oh that was messed up well, she's a human being after all and it's well written here because you see her sort of have remorse over that exchange and they sort of she introduces herself properly and they have a little warmer moment and it works it was very well written by the way the team on this again doing a fantastic consistently solid job of art and writing and bringing it all together in a fantastic way and it is writer rob williams artist mike dowling Fantastic colorist Quentin Winter. Got to mention Quentin Winter because the coloring is gorgeous. Very hyper realistic style. If you like that, grab Unfollow. Very big social commentary type style of comic. I love it. And coming in at the number three. So here we go into the all actiony feeling that happened for me this week. <laughs> all action all the time. Number three, Deadly Class. As I close the window, helicopters flying by. <laughs> Deadly Class number three from Image Comics and uh, number 19 I'm sorry and why did I write Dead Class number three no, we're way past that but again fully action very little dialogue it's probably like three or four whole words in this whole thing but a, just a a glob of panels so plenty to look at I mean the movie stores comic books are a movie a moving storyboard and this this is done really properly because it does push the story along at the same time of just giving you very little dialogue but I tell you this reminds me of it reminds me a lot of that movie Run, if I remember that, where they're just running through the city and constantly running. It's just like one girl, because there's scenes where they're, you know, this character, this punker, it's like, it's like this muscle-bound, ripped Russian versus this this thin punker versus the punker rat, because they call them the rats of uh, the school. The principal telling everyone in the school that the rats must be exterminated, because they have sort of a pecking order based on the mob the, the the family they're from the criminal family of criminal underlords they're from so it's this teenage this high school of teaching assassins in deadly class in case you don't know you should be reading this it's fantastic it's solid we're at 19 and it continually every now every so often is, is one of the picks of the week and so our main characters are kind of off on a break on this hiding out until the fight between the massive Russian and the putrid punker 
are it comes to almost an end where it's just you really feel the danger in this like this punker's going down this Russian ripped guy's taking his time with this ultra violence in this which really works the way speed is is drawn it just has this kinetic feeling to it and the coloring is amazing gotta give it up again this is by the way the team of Rick Remender writing Wes Craig on art Jordan Boyd colorist fantastic and so you even have this sort of quiet sort of a moment in a in a in a record store in a tower record store remember those folks no probably don't but that's where the action sort of begins and they're debating the b52 so you got to read that page just for two sides of a coin to the the old band the b52s and then it's just taking place throughout the city they're just he the punkers are running the russians chasing and boy our main characters just save this save this punker at the very last minute possible and we're of course we see another little glimpse into our sort of godfather this teenage godfather that's quickly forming uh, in this comic which his name is not here but uh, Billy the punker barely makes it out alive and our main characters recoup you know get their get themselves back together and uh, to, to continually try to live because the entire assassin school is, is hunting them so this feels to me like it's coming to an end and I think I'm okay with that 20 seems like a good number, but I don't know. I haven't looked into when this may be over, but it feels like what's going to happen after that. Maybe they will continue on after they graduate, quote unquote. I don't know, but fantastic, very action filled and beautifully drawn. Please check out Deadly Class number 19. And number two is uh, the other number one ish sort of it's Black Widow number one from the team of Mark Wade, who you can just Put your money on Mark Wade, folks. It's going to be good. And art by Fantastic Samney is uh, Chris Samney. Fantastic friggin' art right here. And this is like the simplest of premises, but really pays off in a fun, multi-paneled way. Again, very similar to Deadly Class, but not as ultra-violent because it's Marvel and owned by Disney and things have to be fun and friendly. So Black Widow has stolen something. We don't know what from shield and now she's on the shields most wanted list and the announcements being made on the loudspeaker is she just pummels through shield agent after shield agent to escape and let me tell you there's some red in these ledgers right here whole lot of red which actually they use a lot of red in the coloring here but yeah she's putting people down left and right and skilled a agents that she's just slicing through like butter and she's just straight up jumping out a helicarrier, a helicarrier, just straight out of the sky. She's floating. There's flying cars in this. There's there's shield agents chasing her. It's just a lot, a whole lot of fun, and it's nonstop. And you can read it three or four times. And the the speed again, kinetic. She's jumping over cars. She's fighting people. She's dodging like heavy duty arsonaries, arsonary. And and it's it's fire. It's it's mud. It's when you think she's down and out with a gun to her head, she quickly pops right back up and she's back into the fight. So it is awesome. It is working and it's really well done. And you got to put your eyes on this. So check it out. Black Widow number one. Mark Wade. You can never go wrong with Mark Wade. So you got you to check out Mark Wade. But the number one pick of the week this week, the art cover winner, the artist winner, Sarah Pacelli wins it all. And it's the number one pick. So it's the trifecta. I like when that happens. You got... Best Artist, Best Pick of the Week, and Best Cover Art, Spider-Man, number two, 
uh, Miles Morales, and the, and the cover is just iconic. Just Spider-Man, my, my, uh, Michael Morales, just Miles Morales, with the with Captain America's shield standing on a pile of Avengers. I mean, there you go. You can't doesn't get any more iconic than that, right? So, it is just fun and action-packed. You got Blackheart that's in here, who's just gruesomely drawn, just a demonic monster, and the recounting. This is. This is Peter Parker and, and Miles Morales together, and their dialogue together is so witty and funny and quick-witted humor. It's just, it's the reason why I loved that Spider-Men miniseries. Go check that out. Spider-Men miniseries. When the two of them strangely come together in the Ultimate Universe and the standard uh, Marvel 616 universe clash for some reason. But this is just more of that. Miles has such a an admiration for Peter, and it's really so, so easily shown here. Um, it's he loves him. Miles is just in, in love and has so such a high level of respect. And the dialogue is laid out in such that you really feel like it's genuine. And I I I, I dig it. It gave me the the chills more than once with the, just their dialogue. And I don't want to spoil it all, but check it out. It's worth absolutely worth reading. And the fight scene with Blackheart is the best. I mean, he's got Captain America's shield, the way they use action. I like that Miles is just sort of non-stop with his fighting here. There's quick-witted humor that he throws at Blackheart, but he's not getting anything from him in that regard. So he just quickly is on to another way of smashing Blackheart, from throwing a mailbox, to swinging and hitting him with a light pole, to just the multiple kicks, to shocking him, to he goes invisible, to just using all his arsenal, and it is just a lot of fun. And when they go back to their lair, where Miles is back at the lair, just sort of nerding out with his buddy, you know, because he's the only person that knows his secret, and they just talk about, oh my gosh, I fought a demon, and I touched a demon, and they're just back in their, their home base, talking about his day, and it's, it's sort of what, if you were a teenage superhero, what you'd want to do, you'd want your best friend where you could talk about it, and it just pays off that way, and, and scratches that itch of, hey, I'm a superhero, and I can hang out with my, my best friend and tell him, so it, it, it hit me on that level, on a, on a fun best friend level, on a nostalgic level of just, Reminding you of how how good spider-man can be so hats off Marvel and very very good well done comic I enjoy it. I'm in Brian Michael Bendis is writing this of course and Sarah Pacelli And you got him I got to mention Justin Ponzor on the coloring because it is really out of this world So those are the top picks. I hope you enjoyed them. Those are the top five go buy them go to your local comic book shop Buy them in paper tell them Chris at Sunspots Comics sent you they don't know who I am, but who cares and, and in closing, of course, email me, please, if you have a question, a recommendation, you uh, have an idea for the show, whatever it may be, or you just want a personal comic book recommendation, email me, chris, at sunspotscomics.com, and uh, just throw me an email, I'd love to hear from you, and if I do pick your email and read it on the show, I will send you a little comic book uh, freebie, a little comic book price. And, uh, and of course, last, uh, don't forget to enter in for your chance to win the Sunspots Comics Mystery Box, Comic Book Mystery Box. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Sunspots Comics, and go to iTunes, give us five stars and a nice little review. We'd greatly appreciate it. So May the 4th, the winner will be picked, and thank you so much for listening, and I'm sorry I was sick. I know I'm I just sound clogged. I can hear myself. But uh, thank you very much for tuning in, and see you next week. I know there's going to be more comics next week. It's not going to be a 10 it's going to be much bigger than I think it was 17 so a lot of good stuff coming hope you tune in thank you so much tell a friend if you enjoyed it and talk to you next week thanks for listening bye bye
stuff I've turned to 